You've started homeschooling, and everyone is asking you about co-ops. Did you join a co-op? Oh, which co-op did you join? Literally everybody. I mean, even including your grandma's aunt's dog has even asked you about a co-op. Okay, maybe not really, but you're wondering, are they mandatory? Are they a good idea or not? Is it even worth it? Let's dive into that today. Welcome to the Little by Little Homeschool Podcast, where you can get out of survival mode, feel confident in your homeschool decisions, and gain peace in your heart and home. I know that when we plant our feet firmly in this season of life and embrace our homeschooling, motherhood, and homemaking, we will thrive. I truly believe that we can do this from a place of peace and joy, all while growing a ton of contentment. And while we're at it, Mama, let's deepen those relationships with our children and love these years we get to pour into them. If you're ready to create beauty, seek simplicity, and live intentionally, homeschool mama, then close out that lesson book, let the kids go play, and let's have an authentic conversation. In yesterday's podcast, I made an exciting announcement that Little by Little Homeschool, this podcast hit actually two weeks ago, 10,000 downloads in 21 episodes. My mind is just like, picture me with my like, my hands going out from my head right now just blown away. And this is thanks to you. Thank you so much. In a way of saying thank you to you, I'm actually running a giveaway right now. Between now and April 10th, that's this Sunday, if you leave a review for the podcast on Apple Podcast, I'm going to give away two 30-minute sessions of a one-on-one coaching with me. We'll meet over Zoom and we will talk about anything you want when it comes to your homeschool. What you just need to do is to leave a review on Apple Podcast. Understand that it takes two to three days for those to actually post on Apple Podcast. And so if you don't see it right away, that's why. Take a quick screenshot of it and send me an email, whether it is before you post it or after. You can send it to Lee, L-E-I-G-H at littlebylittlehomeschool.com just so that I can see that and not miss it, as well as connect your name and email address to possibly a nickname or something that you might use as your Apple ID name. And if you don't have an Apple iPhone, that's okay. You can leave a review on Apple iPhone, like iTunes, through your desktop. So go ahead and just pull up Little by Little Homeschool on um I guess you just go to Apple Podcast and then search in for Little by Little Homeschool and you'll see where it'll take you through to the iTunes and you can go ahead and leave a review right there. Thank you. And I am excited to be able to do some coaching sessions with two of you. Let's dive into co-ops right now. I feel like this can be, I don't know, a touchy subject maybe for some people. And let's just, let's just see where this goes here. So I, I titled this the good, the bad, and the ugly. And we'll get into those different categories. And right about now, you might be kind of feeling like, okay, what is she going to say? Is she going to, you know, because people can get defensive about their co-ops. And so I'm going to ask, let your defenses down, just kind of listen with an open mind. And while many do see co-ops as their lifeline, I've actually only participated, me and my kiddos, in our 11 years of homeschooling, we've only done co-ops two years. And we've made it through. So it is a lifeline for some people and some people don't ever do it. And that's okay. Both are okay. Can you imagine in this day and age, in this culture and world we live in right now, that people have opposing views and they live differently and they're both okay. (laughs) We're not going to get into politics. I promise you. 
So co-ops, yeah, they're great for some and others are like, eh, that's okay. For me, both times that I joined a co-op were during years, was my second year of homeschooling, and then my first year of uh, doing high school with my oldest uh, kiddo. And so both of those years, I felt ill-equipped and co-ops were um, filled in that void, filled in a spot where I just was not feeling like I could do it. After that year of co-op, I was like, I can do it. And we went on. And then, you know, years later, then joined another one. But out of the 11 years, we've done two years of co-ops. And I have, I mean, they're fine. I'm glad that we did them. I learned some lessons from them. Before we dive into the good, the bad, and the ugly, I do want to mention that when I say the term co-op, I mean not a drop-off. This is when mom or dad, usually mom, and the kiddos go somewhere, community center, church, somewhere that they are just utilizing a building. Mom helps out, kids learn, take various classes. So that is the um, parameters that I'm using for co-op, not necessarily a drop-off program. Real quick, before we dive in, today's sponsor is Berkey Water Filters. I've talked about this before and how my family says it's the best water ever. And it is the perfect solution for us on a budget-friendly way to filter the water that uh, comes to our house. Um, We just have town, city water, whatever whatever you call it. Don't have a well, and you can use this also for well water as well well as well. Okay, (laughs) but we use it to filter the water that we have, you know, coming from the town. So I talked in the last time I talked about this, I talked about how our family loved it. And just the other day, we had friends over and I had purchased some bottled water. And then I had my Berkey water and I said, have at it, here's bottled water or here's Berkey water. And not as much as the bottled water was gone as the Berkey water. So I was like, okay, that's that's kind of a, a good testament there, you know, testimony, I guess, that even guests in our home prefer the Berkey water over the bottled water. There is a link in the show notes. You can go ahead and check that out. All the information, pretty much any question that you might have about it, they have answered on the Berkey website, and you can check that out in the show notes. But right now, let's talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly of homeschool co-ops. And I'm going to preface this with the fact that what some people see as good and what some people see as bad are different. And again, that's okay. So I kind of tried to get these different points and bring them into a category. And I'm going to try to give you both sides. Let's say both sides of the story. So let's start with the good. People who love co-ops, why do they love co-ops? What is so good about them? The first thing that people love is that It can maximize your time as a homeschool mom. It can give you a break from teaching every subject. Sometimes there's subjects offered that you can't even teach. I I, I don't know a foreign language. I have a friend whose daughter likes to take French class, and she can do that at a co-op because the mom doesn't know French. (laughs) You can also draw on the expertise and interests of other people to teach subjects that maybe you dislike, just aren't really excited about. Maybe science or history doesn't doesn't get you excited about it. You don't really want to teach it. And so somebody, or maybe you just feel weak in those subjects. Somebody else who enjoys it can teach those subjects to your kiddos. Your children get to learn from someone, maybe with a different teaching style than theirs. They can get to learn uh, in an environment with a lot of different kids and learning different personalities. You can grow in that way. Some subjects are even just best best taught in group settings, such as public speaking. Now, my daughter did take a speech class online, and that, but that was more so to learn how to write speeches. That's different than public speaking. 
public speaking, you need a public to speak to. So that's great to do in a co-op. Things like drama. Another benefit, another good thing about co-ops is it can provide accountability. Some of us really need accountability, maybe not a lot or maybe some. And so having things that we need to accomplish, maybe there's schoolwork and papers or things to do in between, reading to do in between, it provides some type of accountability. Maybe even just the fact of getting to co-op that day provides accountability might be good for some. A co-op can offer encouragement. It can offer support and guidance for other homeschooling parents. I remember our first co-op we went to, I had so many questions about homeschool in general, and this really was my first introduction into homeschooling. I had never really met, besides my one friend, other homeschoolers, and so they provided tons of information for me. So homeschool co-op can also, it gives you an opportunity for friendships. Could be for parents. You could find other parents that you get along well with. For your children, with other children, you can even form relationships with other families. A homeschool co-op can also provide a fun break for the entire family. Maybe it's something that you look forward to every week. Could be every Wednesday. You're like, okay, every Wednesday, Thursday, doesn't matter what day it is. But every, this certain day of the week, we get to go out and see our friends. And it's something fun that we enjoy doing. Co-ops are also a really great way to be able to do certain styles of homeschool curriculum. Some of them are more, some curriculum is just a bit harder to figure out and works best in a classroom type style environment. And so a co-op can be an answer for that. Besides the fun we mentioned earlier, co-ops can be a great way for interactions with other people. Maybe you live out somewhere where there aren't many people who live out in the country and this is your once a week or once of the twice a week, maybe Sundays going to church and then this is your time out and with people. But also, you might have extroverted kids, and you might be an extrovert yourself. And so co-ops fill that need within you to be around other people and to get your energy from other people, and that's what extroverts do. The kind of funny thing about this, too, with co-ops is that it can get people off your back, metaphorically speaking, when you say, oh, we're at a co-op, and they say to you, so how are you getting your socialization? You say, oh, we joined a co-op, and people are like, oh, okay, and then they'll leave you alone. So I'm not saying to lie, make sure you are in a co-op, but it tends to get, it's kind of funny when people say that, how are you going to get your kids socialized? Oh, we go to this co-op. Oh, okay. And they walk away. Completely answered everything. They have no idea anything about the co-op. Co-op could be you and uh, your cousin and their family. And that answered, (laughs) that satisfied their desire to know that your kids are going to be socialized. Let's talk about that in in further, in other episodes, because I like talking about socialization because it's actually a pretty funny topic. Okay, let's move on to the, in quotes, we'll say bad. So we have the good. Let's talk about the bad. And again, some people might not think that this is necessarily bad, but just understand that this is what co-ops are going to include as well. Co-ops are a time commitment. You have that day set aside. Maybe it's a couple of hours. Most co-ops are a few hours long. And so there's a time commitment. There's also the time commitment outside of that. Are you teaching a class? Do you need to prepare for that class? So there is, there's time commitment to it. Some people don't mind the time commitment and others do. Now to build into that time commitment, some with some co-ops, if you have a lot that you need to prepare beforehand, that can take away from time that you could be pouring into your kids. And again, it might be worth it. I'm going to let you in on a secret. Their very first co-op, this is one of the main reasons why I didn't rejoin the next year. Pretty much, I mean, it had nothing to do with the people. I just didn't like that I was spending hours, most likely the night before, because I was a procrastinator. 
And I was spending hours on preparing to teach other kids when I could have done, I didn't need all of those extra things to teach my kids that I was creating, you know, the computer and cutting out and coming up with lesson plans. My kids didn't need that kind of stuff. So in those amount of hours that I was pouring into to teach other children, I could have done way more in those few hours with, uh, with my kiddos. But again, some people might see that it's worth it, but I put it in the bad part because I feel like a lot of people don't like the time commitment. Okay, we're going to move on before I get myself into more trouble here. Another thing that people think of as bad when it comes to co-ops is that it interrupts the routine of the week. You might be able to establish a routine and, you know, Monday through Wednesday and then Thursday's co-op day. Friday, everybody's exhausted and thrown off, um, or even if you get back into it on Friday. The, the time commitment of that day can interrupt the routine of your week if you would like for your days, say, to all kind of look similar, have a similar rhythm to them. Beyond the time commitment and the interruption to the week, another downside could be that a co-op requires fees in order to join. Sometimes co-ops are out of the budget of, of people. And sometimes you look around and you start researching and asking about co-ops and you find out that all of them in your area ta- require large fees. And that just isn't something that's in your budget. But not all of them cost anything. I've been a part of them that very nominally cost anything and it wasn't a big deal. But just know that some of them out there do have heavier fees and they might be um, they might be types of curriculum that go along with it. And there might be large um, costs in order just even to purchase the curriculum. Let's go into the last one for bad when it comes to co-op. Are you ready? Sometimes a co-op can be an introvert's nightmare. Am I right? Some of us are introverts and we just are like, I don't want to do it. I, I homeschool for a reason, right? I homeschool so that I don't have to go and put on this fake smile and act all like I love to be around people. And you know, there's introverts to different degrees. Some of us don't mind that kind of thing. Some people avoid people like the plague and other people you know, are like, I like smaller groups. I don't want this huge, large co-op where I'm in charge of like free playtime in the gym. And I have all of these kids running around and it's just, it's just crazy. So anyway, co-ops can be maybe an introvert's nightmare, but you might say, Lee, come on, it's once a week. I know. So this is where it balances out. When I talked about the good, when it comes to an extrovert, you might have a kiddo that's an extrovert and you're an introvert. And you know, you say, you know what? I'm going to put my big girl pants on every Wednesday and I'm going to take my kiddo who is an extrovert because they love, they thrive off of this co-op. Then I say it's worth it. Go for it. You know, as an introvert, just know maybe the next day be like, all right, honey, next day we're not going anywhere. Mama just needs to chill out. Let's go into this last one. We talk about the good, the bad, and let's dip our toes into the ugly when it comes to co-ops. Many homeschoolers are going to never, they're never going to run into these types of scenarios I'm going to talk about when it comes to the ugly and what a blessing that is. So don't assume if you are brand new to homeschooling, looking at a co-op, because you're like, I think this is something we want to do. Don't assume that anything like that I'm going to talk about here in the ugly section is ever going to happen. I'm, I really think that it's more rare than it is common. But when you get people together and sometimes particularly women, we women can get a little catty. There can be, let's just say there can be drama. The drama can come in the form of relationships. Maybe some people aren't carrying the weight that you want them to. 
Maybe there is just outside drama that comes into the co-op. Kids are playing on sports teams as well that are in the co-op and just outside drama comes in, cattiness or anything like that. There can be drama when you have moms and their kids and maybe they don't parent in the same way that you do. And then you have their child in the room with you and there's just this drama that's created by having a difficult time managing a child that you don't understand and can't relate to the family's parenting style. So there can be drama. There can be drama when it comes to like money. I have heard of co-ops that have had people stealing money. It's crazy from, you know, the fund of of the homeschool co-op. So that's really is the ugly and I, again, I've never personally seen it. I've heard stories and it has to happen because there's people and relationships and we're sinful people. And so there's going to be drama sometimes, but don't let that hold you back. Don't let this ugly part hold you back, but just understand that there can be some drama. And if you're in a co-op and you start to sense some drama, my advice and what I do is I'm like, I'm just, just going to back up. I'm stepping out of this and I'm not going to get involved. Don't get involved in any of the gossiping. Don't get involved in the he said, she said, and this kid and that kid go directly to people. This goes to everything in life. (laughs) When it comes to a co-op, just go directly to the source, have a conversation with the people. And I think a lot of this drama can be uh, avoided. And remember, when there's drama in a co-op, guess who else is there? The kids and they're watching. So all of this to say, really co-ops are a personal family decision and choice. Sometimes we don't have an option because there are no co-ops that'll fit our uh, style, um, maybe our budget. And that's okay as well. Again, you can homeschool quite well without a co-op. Some people love co-ops and continue to do it from elementary all the way up through high school. Go for it if that's what you want to do. But if you are in a co-op and you're sensing that it's just taking, it's just sucking the joy out of you, it's taking too much time, I give you permission to step away. You might not be able to right now if you're in the middle of a homeschool year, but you might be able to, if it is in the middle of a homeschool year, it doesn't hurt to kind of ask and kind of feel out to see if you can step out of it. But just know that come the next homeschool year, you don't have to do it if you don't want to. And maybe you're not in a co-op and you want to join one. Go ahead and join one next homeschool year. Just remember, do what is best for you, your children, your family as a whole this year. Just focus on this year. That's it. I hope this was helpful to give you just a, we just kind of waded into the waters of co-op just a little bit and kind of told you some of the good, the bad, and the ugly. I would love to know what your take is on co-ops. Join the Facebook community group called Embrace the Homeschool Lifestyle Community. Yeah, Embrace the Homeschool Lifestyle Community. Got to remember the name of my own group. But there is a link in the show notes. Go ahead and join that group and we can have a discussion about co-ops and Maybe I'll put a poll in there, see what people, see how y'all feel about co-ops, but get into that group. Maybe you're not in a co-op and you would like to connect with other homeschool moms that can help you out. That can be a little bit of a lifeline for you. This is the group for you. Go ahead and join that. Check out the link in the show notes. If this podcast has encouraged you, the number one way you can thank me is to leave a written review on Apple podcasts. I love to hear how this show has impacted you. So if you could hop over and do that, I'd be so grateful. While you're at it, take a screenshot of this episode and share it with your friends to encourage them. You can also find me over on Instagram at Little by Little Homeschool. Until next time, have a beautiful day, Mama.